0: Seven six five four three two one. You'll never have the sacred
1: stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother.
0: Hello, Internet, and welcome to table reads the podcast where we take scripts that have never been filmed and read them so that you might experience the joy of terrible writing that hollywood has tried to deny you your hosts on this tour of unproduced dreck are sean mcbee and me trevor thompson who have written enough terrible nonsense together and apart that it should keep
1: this show running forever when last we joined our heroes our heroes (laughs) yes we're the heroes okay we make our own podcast. We can be whoever we want. That's so true. we're the heroes.
0: So I'm not weird for wearing my underwear outside my
1: pants? That's not normal? No, apparently not. Well, you know, yes. I work in the TV industry. Nobody looks at me weird for
0: shit. When last week we left our heroes, I believe you were saying.
1: Oh, yes. Uh, we had been reading the first half of the scripts that we wrote together. Highlander, The Immortal Battle Continues from when we were how old? Fifteen. 15 uh, scans 22 years ago or whatever. 21, something like that. that. Jesus. People that weren't born when we wrote that are now legal drinking age.
0: That's actually kind of awesome in a way. But um, so when we last, uh, we, we, this script, I don't know how long it was maybe like 50 pages. Right. I don't know. I didn't, convert the whole thing to the proper format, but uh, we we
1: left off.
0: We had such a good time reading this fucking thing um, that it took us about three hours
1: to get through it. So we split it up. Yep. And where we left off was uh, (laughs) Connor uh, had just been reunited with a long ago love who he was apparently married to. Yes. Keep in mind, this is the
0: Highlander franchise, ladies and gentlemen, as stated in the title Highland of the Immortal
1: Battle continues. So long ago means centuries. Yes. And uh, she had just said that uh, the reason she up and left was that a friend of his stopped by the house and raped her. And and then the other thing that was funny is that she
0: said his full name Ashton Hales.
1: Yes. (laughs) Your friend Ashton Hales came by just to rape me. Because people talk like that, obviously. Yeah. (laughs) Be like my wife going Hey, your friend Trevor Thompson called. You should call him back. <laughs> and you said, thank you, Jessica McBee. <laughs> uh, um, so uh, then then Connor's like, okay, you were raped. Haven't seen you a couple hundred years. I got this appointment to keep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got to do it. And she's like, yes, I know. That bitch
1: that had you before me. So his first wife, Heather, or his first wife when he became an immortal, there's a woman that was... Uh, crying over his dying body when he was becoming an immortal. Don't know if they were married or just hitting it through the kilt. Yeah, not sure. But, uh, his, his first wife that grew old and died and didn't throw shit at him as he was run out of town on a rail, uh, Heather, he celebrates her birthday and nowhere, we're about to explain all that, but he was going to the church for Heather's birthday.
0: And that's when we got caught up in the fact that there
1: are apparently no beaches in New York city. There are beaches in New York, so if if we say again, I don't remember if we do. If we say again that there are no beaches in New York, I feel like we do say that again like a lot. Um, yeah. Please feel free to mail us rotten fruit.
0: Yes, <laughs> if you can and find, we'll, our we'll throw it at ourselves. Yes, it was just that's boo, that's boo qual, but we were really just tickled to death at how bad this was and and we were just kind of embarrassed and we were laughing a lot and and having a good time so i guess it just didn't occur to us that this fucking island had beaches
1: no i brought it up actually uh i don't know if it was on the show or if we were just talking later but uh i brought it up and you said yes but there's not sand it's just like rocks
0: yeah and there's plenty of beaches Yes, there, with, there are lots with of... With proper like, sand and rocks. Like, that was me just like... Long
1: that. Island, anybody?
0: Long Island. Yeah. No, that's just not in... Long that, Island Beach. That's not in New York. That's just, you know, way offshore New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, folks, we're going to let you get back into uh, our, our, our plowing through our awful first script when we were 15. Highlander, the immortal battle continues.
1: Enjoy. So... For those who don't know, Heather was Connor's first wife and after it, he became an immortal. Yeah. And, the first. and she grew old and died. And then he, he didn't because that's what immortal means. People come on, keep up. And every year on his on her birthday, he goes and lights a candle for her in a church. Yeah, we didn't so that's make the that appointment up. he has to keep. He's like, fuck. Uh, yeah, that church is going to close or something. I, I got to go.
0: Because it's New York. It's not like I can find a church that
1: stays open all night. Yeah. Um, and is it day or night here? Night. It becomes oh, it is night, night. Because okay. he's at the parking
0: garage. Okay. Um, parking garage night. Connor is driving. By the way, I think we spelled his name wrong this whole time. I think it's 1N.
1: No, it was 1N in the first draft. But ever uh, thereafter, it's always 2N. Okay.
0: What I'm saying is, it, did is his name spelled that way?
1: And, yeah. Okay. The first draft, Gregory Wyden spelled it with one N. But in the final draft and every other movie, it's always spelled with two Ns. If you look at IMDb, it's two ends.
0: Connor is driving to the church parking garage to park his car when he senses an immortal. So he quickly parks and then opens the trunk and gets out his sword and looks for the immortal. As he walks, he finds the blade of Montgomery Everett's sword at the back of his neck. Good night, sweet prince. I've decided to do Montgomery as though it was uh, Michael Caine.
1: Oh, Michael Kane, I thought you were doing. Uh, Good night, sweet Mike prince. Michael Palin as the uh, the lavatory cleaner. Is that a promotion involved? Oh yeah! for five years, they give me a brush. Um. Montgomery. Good night, sweet prince. Connor ducks as Montgomery takes a swing. Montgomery just misses. I don't know why I read that. It's your job. Oh, Connor ducks as Montgomery takes a swing. Montgomery just
0: misses. Damn. John? Not anymore, old friend. John Blackton is dead. The fight.
1: (laughs) I think that was a typo that carried over. I think that was the exact... What? Oh, no, no. That was a new typo. It should be they fight.
0: Oh, they fight. They fight. Connor and Montgomery's swords clash, and they are at a standstill, so Montgomery kicks Connor backwards and then runs up to the roof. (laughs) Connor gets up and pursues him. When Connor gets up to the roof, Montgomery is pre is prepared, which is two words, apparently prepared for battle. And they fight at first. Oh, oh, that that is verbatim from the original prepared. Uh, I, I know. I'm not saying you fucked it up. I'm just reading it because you. I was checking to if in- I fucked it up. Oh. At first, Montgomery get the drop on Connor. The battle progresses over the edge of the roof. Uh, as Connor is pressed against the edge, he fights with renewed strength which he got from fucking nowhere. Um I, w-
1: I watched wrestling when I was a teenager.
0: Hey man, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying, you know, in the movies something happens when he gets renewed strength.
1: Yeah, but in wrestling the audience cheers and and their fist like gets more and more powerful yeah, and but they bring no out a lot of there in.
0: But there's no audience in here, so you got nothing. It just happens. You wrote it bad. Um, Renewed strength and knocks Montgomery's sword out of his hand. Montgomery drops to his knees for some reason and raises his sword ready to lop off the head of his opponent. Oh, there can be only just then Montgomery pulls out a knife and stabs Connor in the chest. Connor lets out a groan and drops his sword over the edge, five stories down. Oh, my God. Sean's doing fucking foley work here. (laughs) Connor then looks down to see his sword on the sidewalk below, way down there. That's what it says. It actually says that. He also sees Montgomery reaching for his sword and decides that jumping off is the only way to live. Which is a weird thing to do, but whatever. So... He gives Montgomery a shove with his foot and jumps to his, quote, death. Montgomery gets to his feet and looks over the edge. Impressive, Highlander, but it won't save you. I.E., what's that?
1: Interior, exterior.
0: Interior, exterior, church, moments later. Connor gets to his feet and staggers across (coughs) the street to the church. Sitting on a pew, Connor pulls a candle out of his coat. Lights it. He had a candle just in his coat. They would have candles in the church.
1: Yeah. But, you know,
0: we never spent much time in churches as kids. No,
1: we didn't. You know, you know where this is, though, right? Where, yes. We're going to film this. Yes, I do. But the audience does not. No, I'm just checking if you knew. Tell the audience. They, they fucking gave up on this a long time ago. They're not even there. There was a really cool church downtown that Sean found and... There was a parking garage right across the street that yes. we hung out at. Yes, right across. And we were going to film this. We were going to actually film this movie. We were going to, like, I saved up my money to buy swords, and I skipped school to go withdraw the money from the yeah. bank, and our friend got hit by a car as soon as we walked out of the bank. That's all true, yeah. And uh, I bought the swords, and yeah. we never made the, the movie. Because we, we realized the camera was super
0: more expensive.
1: Well, I think we're going to use one of the school's cameras or our handy cam that we used for Devoid Oddball. Was that really the plan? Yeah. Huh. Never would. Have we were fifteen. Been. Do you know how dumb we were? Do you have any idea? I did. I mean, if, if you need, if you need a clue, continue reading. reading. Yeah, I was going to say I'm
0: going to keep reading, but I don't need a clue because I remember.
1: Uh, candle out of his coat. <laughs>
0: Candle out of his coat, as Sean said quickly as though I would somehow hear that. <clears throat> Lights it and bows his head. So, yeah. Montgomery then walks in and sits next to Connor. This gets the attention of Diane Stokes, who is sitting in the back of the church, unable to hear what they're saying, and she, she just watches what they're doing. Running will only postpone the inevitable old friend.
1: Since when do you go around trying to cut off your friends' heads?
0: Connor, we've all said it hundreds of times. It's practically a cliche
1: now. (laughs) There can be only one. Maybe. But most of us decide to fight friends only when there's no other choice.
0: John Blackton was the man you called friend. Not me. What did you mean, John Blackton is dead? Well, That's simple, really. John Blackton is dead. By the way... Is anyone aware that I'm doing Robert Shaw from Jaws? Or trying to,
1: anyway? I thought you were doing a toned-down version of Peter Serafanowicz's character from Black Books. You know what? Fran?
0: I'll, I'll accept either of those if you think I'm doing that. <clears throat> well, it's simple, really. John Blackton is dead. He died nearly a century ago. You see, John was a weak, pathetic fool. He, he was... Simply overpowered by the shark, or, excuse me, a superior force. And that would be? Montgomery Everett,
1: at your service. Bowing, he's bowing there. There's a bowing, yes, i forgot to read the direction there, because that was Robert Shaw. You've made quite a name for yourself in the business world, dot, 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 (laughs) dot, Mr. Everett. (laughs) There's a lot of dots. How long were you supposed to wait? (laughs) I don't know. Hold on. on, I'll I'll read it right. You've made quite a name for yourself in the business world. Mr. Everett. So what's this all about?
0: (coughs) You probably couldn't hear my sister said something loud right in the (laughs) space that you fucking... Uh, In
1: 1902,
0: I made a very prosperous business investment with a friend who tried to take my share that taught me
1: well hold on what was with that Bella Lugosi there?
0: who tried to take my share because <laughs> I want to be Bela Lugosi <laughs> uh, that taught me if you want to get by in this world you you have to fight dirty I had to kill him now look at me I'm on top of the world one of the richest men alive and why Because I don't let emotions get. uh, Oh, oh, I don't let emotions over friendships get in the way of business. What? I don't let emotions over friendships get in the way of
1: business. Yeah, it's it's fucking. uh, fucking I don't know why we didn't get an Oscar.
0: (laughs) There are homeless people who used to be, quote, friends. Millionaire friends, as a matter of fact. But I didn't let that stop me from destroying their lives so that I may prosper. That, like the hokey pokey, (laughs) that's what it's all about.
1: Trevor, this is taking long enough as it is. Can you be a faster British person?
0: Yes. Yes, no.
1: So what do I have that you want?
0: The power of illusion, Highlander. You want it from Cain. But you're too, t- you're too timid to use it, so I thought I could take it off your hands. I want the prize, Connor. The power of illusion would help very much. It obviously
1: didn't help Cain very much.
0: It's true. But then Kane wasn't exactly an Einstein either. But tell me honestly, what would you do in my situation?
1: I honestly wouldn't know. I can't imagine what it's like to be a deranged psychopath. Or a coward. How come I didn't see your pretty face during the gathering?
0: man I, I honestly didn't know the gathering had come. I, I By the way, this,
1: this explanation is so bad.
0: It's a really bad explanation.
1: <laughs> it's so bad. We were just like, uh, I, I don't know.
0: It's like we, we knew we had to address it, but we didn't. Just, we're like, you know, as long as we address it, that'll be enough. It doesn't have to be a good reason.
1: Yeah, until a few scenes later when we bring in another immortal and never address it. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just like there he
0: is. I honestly didn't know the gathering had come. I don't usually associate with other people. I I sit up in my Really, that's what it was. You're just fucking in the office. <laughs> I hear the quickening. I
1: just don't care for it. I'm just <laughs> I, I put, yeah, um, <laughs> we. I, th- I think we missed out the like one word from Sean Connery's opening monologue. Which is why and that's uh, the few who remain will feel an irresistible pull yeah. toward a faraway land. It's irresistible. Irresistible. You can't resist it. You can't fucking like chi- fucking Chris Isaac man.
0: Yeah, you can't just be chilling up in the penthouse and like resisting an irresistible pull. <laughs> I sit up in my 37th story office, and I go home to my private estate. You can't get near that place without a security code. How am I supposed to sense another immortal if I'm nowhere near one? Hell, until recently, I hadn't taken a head since the 1950s. <clears throat> so you're
1: just a tired, out-of-practice... You're not listening.
0: I said I hadn't taken a head. I didn't say I was out-of-practice.
1: Look... If you want to take my head, you're more than welcome to try. But right now, I'm mourning. Please excuse me. Oh, oh
0: yes, Heather. <laughs> when are you going to get over that bitch? Connor stands up and grabs Montgomery by the throat. Di- coat, coat. Well, throat would have been better, but whatever. Diane's eyes, Gregory widen. If you're anywhere near as smart as you say you are, you would leave. Now, Connor throws Montgomery aside and continues mourning.
1: <laughs> Montgomery
0: Montgomery leaves with a disgusted look on his face. The
1: tears are rolling down his face by the time his ass hits the same. I'm so sad. Punch, punch.
0: <laughs> Montgomery leaves with a disgusted look on his face. Diane gets up and leaves rapidly. Pan over to Connor and zoom in on candle flame. Exterior campsite night. Flashback. Zoom out of campfire and show Connor and Montgomery sitting by campfire cooking some small animal. So this is, I gather, like when they were friends. Yes.
1: Connor in a Scottish accent. Because in the in the flashbacks, he has a Scottish accent. Yeah. But in everything else, he, just he talks has lots of different places accent. Yeah. You talk funny, Nash. Where are you from? Lots of different places. I don't know why he didn't just answer him with uh, All the, the village of Glenfinnan on the shores of Shiel. Yeah, because he wouldn't have been like, oh yeah, it sounded like that <laughs> Oh, I would have thought closer to Edinburgh <laughs> Is that a 16th century accent? Oh, well spotted <laughs> <laughs> You fought very no- Wait, <clears throat> you fought very nobly, John Wow, that was Russian Hold on <laughs> You fought very nobly, John. Did you see the look on that German's face after you beheaded his horse? That was great! <laughs> <laughs> you weren't so bad yourself, friend. Too bad you were too
0: busy shouting insults at them to actually kill as many as I did.
1: Have you lost your mind? I must have killed three times as many as you did. They laugh and rest
0: against a tree and eat their meal as they talk. I've decided I'm going to do this the rest of this. When he's in when he's Montgomery... When he's when he's when he's like the rich guy, you know, he's Robert Shaw from Jaws. But when he's Montgomery Everett, Connor's friend, he's gonna be um, James Mason.
1: That's almost the same voice, dude. No, it's not. I don't understand them.
0: <laughs> it says
1: <laughs> do know either. Who <sighs> those horrid excuses for people we've been fighting? I mean, I can't understand why they would tax the poor. The rich are the ones who should be taxed. They've the money to burn.
0: Because well,
1: yeah, right. I, I I wrote this yesterday, I was like, huh. My politics haven't changed at all. Yeah. But it's more of, but it's said more of an
0: in a Robin Hood kind of way in this. Yes. Well, money is power. They've got it. We don't.
1: I don't. Dude, I think this might actually be the worst line in the script. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> oh, my, God. <laughs> oh my, God. Oh my God. Anytime we can't pay for something from now on, <laughs> this line is coming up.
1: <laughs>
0: this is so, you're right. This is probably the worst line we've read yet. <laughs>
1: All right. Say it. (laughs) Poverty got you down, old friend.
0: (laughs) Say it slower. (laughs) Massage it more. Let the audience hear that one again.
1: Poverty got you down, old friend.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I like that. (laughs) Right after that, Montgomery says sarcastically. Like, that line is so shit (laughs) bad that we sort of recognize it even at 15. Montgomery has to respond sarcastically to that. No, no, I I don't mind being a peasant without a pound to his name for more lifetimes than I can count. I was born in the Dark Ages, MacLeod. I was destined to live in poverty. Yeah, I guess you could say that poverty has brought me down a bit but at least I've got my brew. Holding up a jug of beer that we probably got from the medieval fair. <laughs> <laughs> they both laugh, laugh and take a swig of beer, which is weird because why do they have beer in the woods? <laughs> They're just in the woods with beer. You're after a fight.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I would not worry. One I day you'll I be wouldna. the richest son of a bitch alive. <laughs>
0: right, right. We need to stress that you're reading it phonetically the way it's written.
1: Yeah. Say it yeah, again. he says, I would not. That's how we wrote it.
0: <laughs> yeah, say it again. I would not worry. One day you'll be the richest son of a bitch alive. I'll drink to that. Exterior beach night. Connor and Isabella are walking on the beach holding hands. I guess this did, is. Did
1: this we not know there were no beaches? In New York? In New York. I. You know what? I don't know what the fuck
0: we thought at that point. Maybe maybe we forgot to mention that it was Jersey or
1: something. I don't know. Maybe they're walking under the Hudson Bridge. Maybe, but I don't think so. It would, we wouldn't have said beach. I mean, is there a Hudson Bridge, the, do, Was- we- the George Washington Bridge, the Brooklyn Bridge, yeah. a bridge that exists? Yeah, but there, that isn't no, one I just made up. But because there's,
0: there's no, a Hudson River. But there's no beaches there by the bridge.
1: They're, they're walking along the rocks and the feces it and says, the heroin. Needles.
0: It says beach. We know what beaches are. When we wrote this, we were living on Siesta Key. We know beaches. Well, either way, we know what beaches were at that point. Connor and Isabella are walking on the beach, not the fucking one of many bridges that Sean just mentioned, <laughs> holding hands. That
1: may or may not exist.
0: Yes. Holding hands. What's wrong, Connor? You look so sad. How do you do it? <laughs> How do you say such insipid shit? <laughs> it
1: gets worse. It gets so much worse. Oh, does it really? Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Uh sorry. Oh, over. and you're about to hear Connor like bitch like a fifteen year old. I mean he says poverty got
0: you down, old friend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> poverty got you down, old friend. <laughs> All right. Sounds almost like a like a an old timey salesman from the nineteen forties. Poverty got you down, old friend. <laughs> I'll bring you right I've back. I've got just the thing for you.
0: It's the Johnny Jump Ups. Um, it's money. <laughs> What's wrong, Connor? You look so sad.
1: How do you do it? <laughs> do what? You always know exactly when I need someone to talk to. That's a power better than any quickening. Oh, for God's sake! Now I have to point out that is italic, and it is not because it is a keyword which is something that you would italicize, or a foreign word, which is something you... No, that's inflection. Yeah. Says quickening, like you would say, I don't want to eat your fucking broccoli. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, what's wrong? You, because apparently you don't know how to use commas. <laughs> it's, I well, believe com- that I was
1: writing that, uh, I was attempting to write that in tiffs inflections oh you, yeah, i get it well what's wrong you like that wow that's that's accurate but way worse now that i hear it out loud
0: <laughs> you loved her so much you never corrected her shitty grammar
1: oh man <laughs> <laughs> do you remember john blackton john blackton john well i didn't think you two had ever met but he was one of my best friends He's an immortal, too, but now he's just a power-crazed asshole. Well, I wouldn't worry much too much about it. I mean, I
0: have no idea who the fuck he is, but I'm just dismissing your friend. <laughs> well, I wouldn't worry too much about it. After all, a fool and his head are soon parted. Oh,
1: my God. Well, thank you for that shitty, meaningless fucking platitude. <laughs> you dumb fucking cunt. <laughs> don't almighty, this is... Um, that's what I, that's what I thought when I typed that last night.
0: <laughs> that's what the audience thought when we just said it.
1: Belle, I also want you no- to know that, that I.
0: Isabella puts her arms around Connor and gives him a kiss on the cheek. I know. I still love you too. He's like, no, no, no. I want you to move out. <laughs> 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 I know. Oh. I still love you too. Just as they are about to kiss, they sense Yet another immortal. And we see Ashton Hales standing in the lifeguard tower. What? Oh, okay. I'll be
1: Ashton. Okay. It's a Kodak moment. Gets out of lifeguard tower. Bill, it's been a while. Connor takes out his sword and starts to walk
0: toward Ashton, but Isabella holds her sword in front of him. Please, Connor, this is something I need to do. Connor backs
1: off. Don't worry, McLeod. The night's young. There's still plenty of time to die. They fight. Isabella wins and gets the quickening. Well, there you go.
0: <laughs> 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 fucking direction. Pa, 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 pa. Yeah, we don't need direction for that. All right. You be Diane. Uh, Interior police station night. Frank is in his office on the phone. Diane enters the room and interrupts him. Frank. Frank! Frank! To the person on the phone. Hold on. Puts receiver down and looks Diane. What? I got
1: some dirt on Russell Nash. He was in the first church. Tra- <laughs> <laughs> he was in the first church of Jesus in a heated argument with none other than, and you're not going to believe this, Montgomery Everett. To the person on the phone. Hey, I'm about to call you back. Yeah, okay, see ya. Hold on. When I typed this last night, I was like, okay, see ya. That's why no one in movies says goodbye when they hang up the phone. They sound like retards. Yeah, it sounds stupid. <laughs> Let's call you back. Yeah. Okay, see ya. That, <laughs> that totally kills the momentum of that It does. Ya. Not that there was much, but.
0: Yeah, whatever momentum was there, we, was killed by okay, see ya. Yeah. Oh, hangs up phone. I don't get it. What the hell was I don't get it. What the hell would someone as influential as Everett be doing with someone as dirty as Nash?
1: Yeah. I don't know. But whatever Everett said to him, it really pissed Nash off. He grabbed Everett by the coat, not the throat, and shoved him to the ground. After that, Everett was in a pretty big hurry to leave. So you think Nash threatened him? Could be. Think maybe we should question Mr. Everett?
0: Sounds like a plan. Call Jameson. Tell him to meet us at Everett's mansion in half an hour start reading from scene 15 on scan pages
1: that's that other pdf i sent you ah hey everybody trevor and i are 500 miles apart <laughs>
0: <laughs> scene 15 okay yeah right, i'm going to try and read this shit <laughs> this is this is really weird cuz this is all
1: typed on a typewriter
0: typed on a typewriter no understanding of script Formatting and also as the person who's reading the directions.
1: Oh yeah, you have to remember to say Isabella instead of I. Yeah, and another character names, and we have to. Remember. And that
0: first line is a killer
1: too. I is writing. <laughs> I, I is, is writing in, in her journal. I
0: is writing in her journal. She gonna be mad at I. <laughs> <laughs> it's when a smart guy tries to sound smart. Uh, we see her doing this from, (laughs) I is, I is, I is writing. Uh, Isabella is writing in her journal. We see her doing this from over her shoulder. We use a voiceover to hear what it says. We use a voiceover. (laughs) Voiceover. Well, I've finally done it. After searching for so long, I finally found my Connor.
1: Wait, I have to interrupt and say, I haven't read any of this from this point. We're both going in cold.
0: Jesus, how much longer? Is this We're shit. more than halfway. Oh, Jesus. This might be a few episodes, this one.
1: Maybe. Um, Where was I? Oh, finally found my Connor.
0: I finally found my C. <laughs> it was between my legs the whole time. I finally found my Connor. He has changed, of course, but then so have I in a lot of ways. It says I But he's still a wonderful person, and I realized that I never should have left. Connor would have been there for me, he would have helped me through the pain. Instead, I had to bear the pain on my own, and it took a lot longer to get over. Also, one word yeah, a lot is one word, apparently. Also, I've made Ashton Hales pay for what he did to me. I took his head. I'm finally happy. the sentence i took his head comes right before the sentence i'm finally
1: happy and let's let's just exp- let's explore the idea of a woman cutting off a man's head in a public place and then writing that she did so in a journal where did she say she did it where was the public place it was on the beach and yeah i mean somebody saw that shit it's new york uh, <laughs> love always, Isabella
0: You skipped a lot I know, but it's just funny Because she says, I'm happy I took his head, I'm happy Love and kisses Alright, I took his head I f- I'm <laughs> finally happy now I, can, now I can only wait to see what lies ahead Get it? For Connor and I <laughs> That's I for Isabella <laughs> Love always, Isabella Marquette Cameron then rotates around Isabelle As she closes her journal Which is a very old book because she's old, get it? Yeah, that's the thing. She then holds it to her chest, which you would do with a very frail and old book. Just squeeze the shit out of it. <laughs> holds it to her chest in a hugging manner and simply smiles. Oh, my God, dude. There was, do, you know, do, you, do you realize there was a time where t- together, together, the two of us were worse writers than, than the lady that did the fucking Fifty Shades of Grey?
1: What's her name? E.L. James. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. I'm going to need, you're going to need the abbreviation guide here. I've got it out for you. All right.
0: By the way, Sean is sick. So that's.
1: Oh, yeah. That's what the sniffles
0: are. Sorry. We see a huge house, which belongs to M. I'm assuming that's Montgomery. Yes. Cut to. How about you just say, (laughs) cut to Montgomery Everett's house. (laughs) <laughs> we see a huge house which become belongs to M. Cut to
1: front door. There we see Diane Stokes, Fred Brogan, Frank, Frank Brogman,
0: <laughs> and Ted Jameson again. <clears throat> Weiner the butler. Wiener the Butler. Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that we, must have been you. I guess. Wiener the Butler answers on the intercom. Yes. how can I be of service? Uh, Montgomery Everett, please. What may I ask? Is this concerning? Yeah. Oh, not, his just, life. Uh, Diane nudges him and gives him what the... Since you know the things, the characters... You, you want me
1: to switch to... You do the directions now. Okay. Diane nudges <coughs> him and gives him... Look, and gives him... What the hell's the matter with you? Look. We just want to ask him a few questions. Certainly he'll be right with you, because apparently that
0: works. (laughs) Certainly he'll be right with you.
1: What are you doing, Ted? Nash hasn't been proven guilty. For Christ's sake. Sorry, sorry. Under his breath. Jeez. Montgomery comes out. How may I help you? Hello, Mr. Everett. Sorry to bother you. I'm Lieutenant Diane Stokes. And these are my associates, Lieutenant Frank Brogman and Detective Ted Jamison. <laughs> these, are, these are all the ranks I know.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> we were just wondering if you could answer a few questions for us. S- yeah? Certainly. I said certainly. Yes, this is also you. You're Frank,
0: too. Oh, Mr. Everett, what's your association with this man?
1: Frank holds up a mugshot of Connor.
0: Well, I don't know him personally.
1: Then do you have any idea why he would have assaulted you in the church? How do you know about that? I happened to be attending church that day.
0: Well, I really don't know. I merely asked him if he could slide down a tad, and he suddenly became very hostile. Well, if you should encounter him again. Oh, I already have. Later that night, as a matter of fact, he was on my beach. I asked him to leave. As I recall, that was the same night of that ghastly beheading on my beach. <laughs> By someone who's totally
1: not me. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Oh, okay. <laughs> um He's a very dangerous man, Mr. Everett, even though I just chided this other guy. For saying that he was never proven of anything, <laughs> uh, he's a very dangerous man, Mr. Everett. If you should have any further contact with him, call me immediately. She hands him her card. Thank you. I will. Police start to walk away, and Montgomery starts to close his door. Then Diane turns around. Oh, and Mr. Everett. Yes. There was uh, just one more thing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Good, good reference, man.
1: Thanks. Uh, oh, and Mr. Everett. Yes. Be careful. Montgomery nods and goes in house. Cut to inside. M turns around and smiles. <laughs> Scene seventeen. Scene seventeen. Connor and Isabella are leaving a restaurant. A resa- they are just dressed- uh, no a restaurant. Oh yes, a restaurant. They are dressed very nicely, implying that this is an expensive <laughs> restaurant. Ter- <laughs> res ter- <laughs> <around. laughs> that's the worst. Wow, that's terrible.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Thank you, Connor. That was a lovely deninier. Oh, that, that
1: says dinner. I know. Thank you, Connor. That was a lovely dinner spelled right. Connor starts to lead her off to the right rather than straight.
0: Where are you going? The car's over there. I thought
1: we'd go for a walk by the water
0: first. Oh,
1: you're going to drown me. (laughs) (laughs) Isabella kisses Connor on the cheek and they continue walking. Cut to them walking by the water.
0: Why does she she say, oh? I don't know. Is there something? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, you didn't read this before. Okay, that's right. (laughs) Okay. And they continue walking. Cut to (laughs) them
1: walking by the water. Cut to them walking in a desert. Cut to them walking (laughs) through the jungle. Uh, Anyway. uh, And they continue walking. Cut to them walking by the water. Connor seems to be contemplating something.
0: (laughs) This is so bad. Okay,
1: what's on your mind?
0: We got away.
1: Everett said to me in the church. Well, what was it? He said we fight until one immortal remains, and that's the way it must be. He also said it was only a matter of time before he came for me.
0: Well, you know, it's true. It's the first thing we learn about our immortality. It's what we're all about.
1: Isabella whips out her sword and cuts off Connor's head. (laughs) The end. (laughs) (laughs) Then you'll understand why I have to do what I'm about to do. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Connor, what, what are you talking about? What if it came down to the last immortals on earth being you and I? I. Now do you see? (laughs) I could never bring myself to fight you. And that's why. That's why we can't be together anymore. So wait a minute. They can't be
0: together anymore. But if they're not together, he doesn't mind. If it it comes down to the two of them, he'll totally
1: kill her. They just have to not be together. (laughs) Look, man it's not hard to be it's it's not easy to be an immortal i guess who wants i mean who wants to live forever who wants to live forever i'll take a shot at it honestly
0: dude yeah it'd be pretty cool i mean there'd be a while where everything would
1: be awesome yeah Yeah, and then it'd be like all my friends are dead and then it'd be like oh but i have new friends yeah yeah and these friends have hoverboards Trying to keep from crying. What I don't (laughs) Why? Isabella runs off and Connor starts after her and then decides against it. Do you realize Do you realize that
0: like we you know, we don't think of ourselves as misogynists growing up? But dude, there are so many scripts that we have where girls get flustered, start crying and then leave. <laughs> we have a we have a couple of those things
1: in script. Trevor, we were watching a lot of Friends at the time. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh. Bell. I. Connor then goes limp and plops down onto a bench. <laughs> goes limp. He places his forehead in his hands in despair. Fade to black. Let me play on scene. Eighteen. Police station. Frank is at his desk when Diane comes in with her hands behind her back. Okay. Three guesses. Three guesses to what? What I've got behind my back. And by the way, you'll love it. Dunk of donuts.
0: Wow. Yeah, right? And, nope. we, and we even spelled donuts out. It's D O N U T S. Yeah. Nope. Uh, Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition with Kathy, Kathy Ireland modeling the new all clear plastic suit. No, it's a. Cu-
1: Wait a minute. I got another guess. Shut up, Frank. It's a court order to legally investigate the residency (laughs) of Russell Nash. The residency of Russell Nash. You're right, Stokes. I love it. By the way, that Kathy Ireland line had to have been mine because I
0: loved her. Well, actually, I I was pretty in love with her at the time, too, so I could have been either
1: of us. Oh, investigate. Frank then stands up, gets his coat on, and says. Stokes, I love you.
0: Are you available for lunch? Hell, will you marry me? Do you snore? I can learn. Did we steal that from something? Um, you know what it is? It's uh it's that's it's the end of that. Oh, scene. it's from Batman. Yeah, from Batman, but we changed.
1: It was Kim Basinger and uh Alexander Knox. Yeah. Wow. Uh, uh Vale, Please will stop. you marry me? Nope. Will you buy me lunch? Maybe I eat light. It's that fucking... I think Do You Snore, I Can Learn, is from something directly. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, I see 19. We're almost done. Three pages left. And then we wrap up the story very handily.
0: (laughs) Oh, it actually comes to the end? There's an end to this script?
1: No, we just stopped writing it. Oh, okay. Uh... Connor is sitting on the couch watching television with his feet up on the table, as you do when you live for 400 years.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we never noticed that in in, in any of the movies. You never see Connor watching television.
1: Motherfucker loves cartoons.
0: To Connor, television is the most boring fucking thing in the world. Why are these people pretending things? It's a tiny little box with pretend on it. (laughs) <laughs> pretend <laughs> that's how he would talk it is not a talk <laughs> he he's not. from lots of different
1: places <laughs> <laughs> man we just didn't understand anything about movies because whatever of what about he's now on what about now television. i just
0: thought that a television was a box with pretend on it
1: <laughs> i don't know anything Connor is sitting on the couch watching television with his feet up on the table. There is a knock at the door, and before Connor has a chance to get up, the police, Frank, Diane, and Ted, walk in. Mr. Nash? Connor walks in from the other room. Unless you have a warrant. Diane shoves papers, the warrant, into (laughs) his chest, and he stops to read them. Ted Jameson and Frank walk past him and head into separate rooms. Have a seat, Mr. Nash. This could take a while. Ted comes in from the next room holding Connor's sword. Or Or not. not. I figured I'd be Ted, but fuck it. Diane begins to cuff Connor. Russell Nash, you're under arrest for suspicion of murder. You have the rights to remain silent, etc. Or ECT. ECT.
0: She just says act. (laughs) I hope you didn't make any plans for tonight,
1: Nash. Uh, You know what it was? was We didn't have the internet yet, so we couldn't look up the full Miranda rights. So we're just like, Oh, so we just wrote etc.
0: Oh, he's not saying etc. That's a note to write the full one when we find out what it is. That's that's my guess. Okay. (laughs) Scene twenty.
1: Isabella is walking up the stairs to Connor's apartment and senses an immortal. Damn Connor's home? Yeah. Isabella opens the door and comes in the apartment. <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> she just fucking starts squirting out of her snatch. <laughs> I'm here to get. I'm here to get my things and just spray on everything <laughs> like a cat. <laughs> Read the light <line> again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to get my things. Oh, that's me. Uh, is this old or new? Montgomery. This is, this is now. It's modern Montgomery? Okay, because yeah. he's Robert Shaw. I have to go back yeah, and forth. Go,
1: go to Robert Shaw. Oh, come now. At least stay for a drink. Realizing that the immortal is not Cotter, Isabella gets out her sword and holds it to Montgomery's neck. Who are you? I'm crushed.
0: You mean McLeod hasn't told you all about me? Who are you? <laughs> That's what she says. Who are you? Montgomery. Who are you? Like that. Okay. Through gritted teeth. Who are you? Go. Montgomery Everett has your service, miss. Isabella
1: has an expression of shock on her face. Blackton. Perhaps you didn't hear me. No, 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 no. You got to put extra emphasis on the haps. Oh, just the the, other line? You're
0: right. There's an underline under just the haps part. Yes. Blackton. Perhaps you didn't hear me. Montgomery <laughs> Everett.
1: There's a direction you got to read, buddy. Oh. Isabella regains her <clears throat> composure and pushes her sword harder against Montgomery's neck. I suggest you
0: leave, Mr. Everett.
1: Montgomery gently pushes the sword away from his neck. Is that easy? Yeah, right. I'm
0: not here for your... I'm not here for you, our head. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not here for your head, if that's what you're worried about. I was actually expecting someone else. I know who you're expecting... Well, you're here to get your things. You don't really care whether McLeod lives or dies, now do you?
1: Isabella puts her sword back up to Montgomery's deck. I'm going to count to three. (laughs) (laughs) And if you're not
0: gone by the time I get to three, it won't be Connor you have to worry about.
1: You're going to take my head one. Suddenly, Montgomery's sword flashes into sight and knocks Isabella's sword out of her hands. Two, three, and what now? Montgomery then lowers his sword and gets closer to Isabella.
0: I don't think I caught your
1: name. Isabella knees
0: him in the nads. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't used the word nads probably since we wrote that. <laughs> in the nads.
1: <laughs> we watch Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> oh, Isabella knees him in the nets and picks up her sword and holds it to the back of Montgomery's neck as he is crouched over in pain. Oh my god, she's a hack too. <laughs> he says, I didn't
0: catch it. She goes, I didn't
1: throw it. Now get out. Ah uh, Jesus we were just like, right this going all we're fucking brilliant <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're gonna be the next in fucking Tito's <laughs> <laughs> Montgomery then pushes Isabella to the ground picks up his sword and lifts it above his head no oh, no I
0: think I'll save you for dessert MacLeod's the main course you're a coward Everett I just don't see any reason to waste my time on a lowly woman Oh, give McLeod a message for me.
1: Tell him to remember the book. Montgomery leaves and Isabella gets to her feet. No, you're definitely a coward. Scene 21. Police station. Diane is in her office looking over a bunch of papers when Frank walks in. A forensic report came back on that sword we
0: picked up at Nash's place. And? Well, you smarmy cunt. They... T- <laughs> Well, they changed, they checked the blade and compared it to the wounds on hails and the skells. <laughs> the skills.
1: Yeah. What's that supposed to be? Skells. Like, scale. it's like a slang term for criminals or was it? Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, they checked the blade and compared it to the wounds on Hales and the skells we found in the alley. Doesn't match up to either. And they found out the wounds don't even match up
1: to each other. So, I want to point out that they've switched places. Dan has started taking yeah. the, the point on everything, and now Frank's like, delivering forensic news. Yeah, I wonder if that was on purpose,
0: or if we were just bad writers.
1: Uh, have you been listening to us? We were just yeah, bad
0: writers. I'm wondering if it was a deliberate thing, though, because it's kind of hacky to do that. What are you saying? We've got two killers either that or someone using
1: either that or someone using more than one weapon. Wait a second, Frank, we're supposed to just jump to one conclusion <laughs> that can be the only possible answer.
0: Well, that's our job.
1: I mean we've been doing that so far. That's been good anyway uh, that's not. And on top of that, Nash isn't even guilty. Did they find anything unusual about the sword at all?
0: Yeah, just that it's a few
1: thousand years old. But nothing to pin anything on Nash. Figures. I suppose we should go put him back out on the streets. S apostrophe pose. Yeah, suppose. I suppose. Yeah. We should go put him back on the streets. I probably wrote that, actually. Cut to Frank and Diane in the lobby of police station, uncuffing Connor. How many times do I have to be arrested before you people finally realize that I'm not a serial killer? By the way, I just noticed
0: that we put every line of dialogue in quotes.
1: Yeah, yeah. Wow. Sorry, go ahead. You're Diane. Nash, believe it or not, I actually believe you. But there's Why? something weird about you, <laughs> and I intend on finding out what it is.
0: There's no reason for her to fucking believe him. That's <laughs> the forensic report.
1: Oh, I guess so. Yeah. But there's something weird about you, and I intend on finding out what it is. Good luck. I'll find out, and when I do, I'm going to put you away until you're old and in diapers. I doubt that lady. Excuse me? It's over your head, woman. (laughs) He could have added. Scene 22. Connor arrives at home. He walks in the kitchen and sees Isabella at the table drinking coffee. Belle? I've been waiting for you for hours. Where have you been? The police station. Apparently, I killed Ashton Hales. I was afraid you weren't coming back.
0: Let's talk about that later, okay? Now,
1: why do they think you killed Hales? Black Everett said he saw me on the beach that night. Though I'm still curious as to why he didn't say anything about you being there.
0: I don't think he wants to have anything to do with me until he has to. Why? Because you're so tough? I (coughs) I, I think all he cares about is taking your head. How do you know all this? I came to get my things and he was here waiting for you. He was
1: here? Did he hurt you? No. Let I'm... me check and see if your head is still attached.
0: Yeah, right. No, I'm fine. My head's still here. Just watch yourself. He's smart. Too smart. I'm worried about you.
1: You should get You kind of
0: dumb. <laughs> Even after what I did to you? Well, if you recall, I did something a lot worse to you when I left. I castrated you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad at you. I'm just hurt. And when I said I still love you, I meant it. Belle. you know I love you, but you've got to understand. I do. And that's why I've decided to leave. I have, I, why I've decided not to leave just yet. Oh, Everett had a message for you. He said, remember the brook?
1: As As Isabella says this last line, Connor is washing a glass in the kitchen sink. And when he hears the message, he zones out. We then zoom in on the water stream and then fade up into a flowing brook to segue into scene 23. Pretty nifty, huh? Jesus fucking Christ. No,
0: actually, it's not.
1: I was like, I'm a genius. (laughs) No one ever thought of this. (laughs)
0: Because again, we're on a typewriter.
1: Scene 23. Fade up on a flowing brook, just in case you weren't paying attention to the last scene. It says that. He's funny, guys. It's night. Pan over to see a campfire. Connor is sleeping to the right of the fire.
0: Wait, we should say that this is the last scene we wrote for the whole movie.
1: Yeah. Connor is sleeping to the right of the fire, and Montgomery is sitting to the left, honing his sword. Without (laughs) glancing away from his work, he says... Honing his sword?
0: Yeah. That's not, that's not the right use of the word honing.
1: Yes, it is. Is it? Yes. Oh, okay. You sharpen and then hone.
0: Oh, okay, okay. I thought he was, okay. Oh, it's my line? Okay. Connor. Connor, wake up. Huh? What? What is it, John? I've been thinking. I'm tired of all these wars and crusades. I'm going someplace... Or I won't have to spend my life alternating between being poor and running away from some army who's out to kill me. And where is this—a place of infinite opportunity for a man like me? <laughs> I'm going to Dolly World.
1: <laughs> it's called Dollywood. Dolly you world. ruined your joke. I did. I'm going to the New World. <laughs> America? How are you going to afford that? So, sorry, I, missed, I messed that up. Yeah. America? How are you going to afford that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going to become an indentured servant. Seven years of service out of an eternal life in return for the happiness that I've wanted for so long. So when do you plan to leave? As soon as I can get to a departing ship. So that's it? Well, it's it's what I've got to do, Connor. Who knows how many centuries lie ahead for me? I can't I can't live
1: all that time as an immortal peasant. I must admit, I'll miss having a travelling companion. Hey we'll always be friends. They shake hands. Always.
0: Thanks for understanding, Connor MacLeod. Of the Clan MacLeod.
1: And thus ends... (laughs) Highlander. The immortal battle continues. (laughs) With nothing concluded. (laughs) The moral of this story is... He breaks into Connor's apartment... To tell him... Remember... We'll always be friends. (laughs) That, That was the point of that scene, actually. Yeah. The point is, we wrote... A gripping realistic story about how friendship will endure all through the centuries and the gathering and shit. And it's weird
0: too because we weren't even that close. We hadn't been we hadn't been friends for very long at that point when we wrote this. But uh how did we actually get to a point of writing this? Do you remember at all? No. Really? God damn it. Because I, I don't remember. I mean,
1: we were sitting around. and We were like, hey, we should make a Highlander movie. Because maybe we saw Highlander 3 and we were like, that really wasn't good. Let's make a Highlander movie. We're like, you know
0: what? How much worse a Highlander movie could we make? Apparently, pretty worse. Well, folks, I think that's uh, that's it for this episode, I think. This first episode.
1: Or these first episodes. Yes. It's, that's it for this first script. Yeah. For sure. Wait, what should the people take away from this? Keep writing. Yeah. No matter how much you struggle with it, keep fucking doing it mm-hmm. and save everything. Because one day, you can mock it on the internet. <laughs> or we can. Yep.
0: So that's it for table reads with Sean McBee and Trevor Thompson, and uh, we will be back for another one, maybe, God willing. And uh, you know, listen to Ted. Yes, that's right. Touche, L listen, listen to Touche, El Duché, uh Ferris Wheelhouse. We're on. Uh, we're on uh, Facebook and Twitter at the Ferris House, and uh, also uh, YouTube slash uh, Ferris Wheelhouse,
1: SoundCloud slash Ferris Wheelhouse. Anyway. And every Tuesday from 8 to 10, Touche El Duche plays on the Internet Radio Network. IRN, baby.
0: So that's it for uh, Table Reads, and we will see you next time. This podcast was created by Sean McBee and produced by Ferris Wheelhouse. <laughs> Fuck.